This episode of The Shaleen Show is a special episode brought to you by marketingimpactacademy.com. It's an online school that we open up registration to just once a year. If you want to know how to run an online business and you are not tech savvy, if you want to build a better online business, if you don't want to be a slave to your laptop or your phone or to feel like you're constantly on social media, if you don't want to waste a ton of money developing websites or, or spending money on SEO experts, I invite you to check out marketingimpactacademy.com. And if we have already closed registration by the time you hear this message, don't worry, we'll put you on our list and you'll be first to be notified when we open up registration next year. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene has helped thousands with her books, seminars, and online academies. She's the author of the New York Times bestselling book, Push, and a mother of two. Can you imagine actually enjoying rejection? Can you picture yourself setting up situations where people would reject you? Well, that's exactly what my guest today is all about. Ja Jing, affectionately known as Ja, is the author of Rejection Proof. He moved here from Beijing, China at the age of 16 years old with a dream of being the next Bill Gates. He wanted to be an entrepreneur, wanted to start his own business. But like many of us, he also decided he needed a degree and wound up with a great degree and a great job and a beautiful wife, but feeling like unfulfilled. And there was this piece of him that always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And he knew that he was unhappy and his wife could see it too. And and right about the time that they were having their first child, his wife came to him and said, quit the job, start your own business. You've got six months to do it. Ja decided to start a technology company. He assembled a team. He went out to seek investors. Four months into it, he was sitting in front of this huge opportunity to find that dream investor. And what did he receive? A big fat no. That no was devastating. It damaged his courage. It damaged his dream. It damaged his his get up and go. And he wondered if he could continue on with his pursuit of, or if he should return to the workforce and, and get his old job back. But his wife had told him, you've got six months to do this. And they were only four months in. So Ja decided the first thing he had to do was get over his fear of rejection. So he Googled it and figured out what he needed to do was expose himself to rejection so that he could change his mindset around it. He set out to blog about 100 days of rejection. I stumbled upon his story one day scrolling through TEDx Talks. I watched his story and I thought, I I love this dude. He's so real. He's so inspirational. And he's found a way to help people change their mindset about rejection. And for so many of us, that's that piece, that missing piece that stops us, that, that becomes the obstacle to success. Well, and then I couldn't get enough. So I spent hours and hours going through each one of the blog posts on YouTube, which I'll put a link to in the show because he videotaped each one of these experiments of rejection and some of them are so funny and so courageous and so daring like you can't even believe some of the things he asked people to do or to say or eventually it became difficult to get rejections but it was the number of rejections it was dealing with rejection over and over again that was helping him to become more confident to become stronger to become rejection proof Ja's story is so inspirational. He's such a likable guy. 
we talk about all of the ways that you can learn to deal with rejection, to change your mindset around it, and how rejection is really a good thing. Some of my favorite takeaways from this episode is that Jaw's going to teach us the right way to ask. And when you learn these things, the likelihood of you being rejected is much lower. In fact, Job puts me on the spot and asks me for something huge in this episode. What do you think I said? You think I said yes or no? Well, tune in and find out. Ja, it's Shalene. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you, Shalene? I'm awesome. Congratulations on the new baby. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, are things pretty chaotic at your house today? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> today is the first um, weekday after the baby was born. And uh, as you can imagine, we just came back from the hospital yesterday. Wow. And uh, today I'm on your, on your show. So, uh, yeah, it's chaotic to say the least. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. And guess what? My lifers love to support dads. So, lifers, how about we all make sure that we, we go to Jaws' website and support a guy who's just a great dad. And this is baby number two, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Every time there's a baby, something crazy is happening in my life, you know. So last time uh, I started my business, you know, when the baby came out. And this time I'm <laughs> launching my book. So yeah, it's crazy things are ha- happening. Isn't that funny how that happens? Yeah. Well, that's how I found you. I love watching TED Talks and I stumbled upon a TED Talk with you and I was like, okay, he's super funny and he's speaking my language and I love what you stand for. And I watched that video. And when you filmed it, I believe you were in the middle of an experiment. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, it was almost two years ago. And it was called 100 Days of Rejection. It's basically me starting a video blog where I would film myself every day to go out there to get rejected by people. Um, <laughs> I would try a new idea every day, you know, just as crazy as possible to see if, how can I get rejected. And the whole reason was because I was so afraid of rejection. And I did this as a way to strengthen myself and not be afraid anymore and, you know, maybe to uh, desensitize myself from the pain. I have to ask, because when I was watching your talk, I thought to myself, well, filming a video blog, how do you make money from that? Like, how were you thinking that was going to be a business? I didn't. I didn't at the time. Sometimes, you know, if I constantly think about, you know, how do I monetize this, that it was probably... You know, a lot of things I would I would do differently. But the thing is, at the time, I just want to do something cool, and uh, <laughs> and and I want to do something that's helpful for me. First of all, you know, I mean, they said uh, the best businesses are like things that solve a problem, right? This thing solved a problem for me, which is my fear of rejection. You know, I wanted to get rejected. I wanted to not be afraid anymore because I felt I had lived in that fear all my life. So that's why I did it without thinking too much about business. Then it eventually turned into something that I feel there's a huge market for. And that's something I'm building right now. That is so inspirational. Lifers, hold on to that. I mean, think about what he just said. I didn't know what it was. I didn't plan for it necessarily to monetize. I wanted to do something cool, something that helped people, something I knew, something I knew was was helping me. And I just can't even tell you how many entrepreneurs, really successful entrepreneurs I've met who their journey started that way. I just had Pat Flynn on the show. His incredible business started exactly like that. I So for those of you who are like, ah, I have this itch, this desire to do my own thing. I just don't know what it is. Stop thinking about the dollar sign and just think about what you want to do that's cool, that you're passionate about, that helps you and helps other people. 
you were dealing with those same thoughts yourself, feelings of dealing with rejection. Was that something that you knew you had to get over in order to be successful? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur growing up. But the thing is, I didn't carry through on those dreams of becoming the next Bill Gates or Thomas Edison. Was it because, you know, I, I had to feel like I didn't want to get rejected by my family uh, or by other people, by my friends. I had to, I felt like I had to uh, live up to someone else's expectation. And all those years, it really, that fear really held me back. That was until when my first son was born, I felt if I couldn't do this back then when I was in my early, well, I was in my early 20s or when I was a teenager, but if I couldn't do it in my mid-20s, how can I do it now when I'm 30 years old as a father? You know, mm. So that's why, but instead of letting that become an excuse for me not to do it, it actually became a catalyst. I was like, this is my last chance. I got to do it. So that's where I made the jump. Did you write out in advance all 100 things you wanted to try or did you just wake up that day and go, hmm? No, no. I... I just came up with almost one idea a day, you know. <laughs> Sometimes I have a few ideas. I want to write them down. I will go to them. But uh, um, yeah, I, I it sometimes just spur up the moment. Can you share with us some of your favorites? Yeah, and one of them was uh, I I was driving to uh, you know I at the time I was doing my own startup uh, tech startup. I was driving to work. I dr- I was get stuck in traffic on the highway. And uh, I saw there was a Krispy Kreme right next to the highway, you know, the big sign. So when I saw the sign, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go into Krispy Kreme and ask them to make me donuts that look like Olympic rings. That look like what? Olympic rings. Oh, the Olympic rings. Yeah, I guess it speaks a little bit slower when I get <laughs> too excited. But, uh, uh, you know, there's no way they can say yes to that, right? I'm just going to go there and get my rejection and feel good about myself. So I went in and uh, asked for it, and they, you know what? The shift leader took me very seriously, and she thought, you know, I was really <laughs> needing for those special donuts. So she was writing down the color and trying to make it happen. So in 15 minutes, she gave me a box of donuts that looked like Olympic rings, and I just couldn't believe it. So you know, I shared that video online, and uh, it. It, it drew like over 5 million views from people. Wow. I, I will link to that in our show notes. What are some other ones? Um, there's another one. I've, well, you told me that, uh, that your uh, husband's uh, like, uh, family are all like uh, quarterbacks, right? Yeah. Uh, I come from a family of teachers, like from all the way from my great-grandfather and from my grandpa and uh, father all the way down. We're all like either college professors or teachers. And I, I'm the one who kind of uh, went away from the tradition. I want to be an entrepreneur. And, but it was important to me to actually be able to tell that I, I can teach a class. You know, it's mm. almost fulfilling a leg- family legacy. Mm-hmm. So one day I went into just, I, I went into a, a local college that was UT Austin. <laughs> and I knocked on a professor's door, just someone, I have no idea who, who he was. I said, and I went in, I said, hey, can I teach a class? <laughs> He was like, are you trying to sell me something? I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm serious. And I was actually prepared. I came up with an iPad and I, I wrote a lesson uh, uh, presentation before I went in because I was prepared. And then he saw it and he was very impressed. And, and it was about teaching people how to overcome the fear of rejection, of course. And uh, he said, okay, I can fit you in one of my classes. I think this thing will be valuable. Just a couple months later, I'm, I was teaching one of his classes. I just learned that if I, oh my gosh, if I hadn't make that request and if I didn't 
If I wasn't crazy to ask that, I don't know when in my life I will be able to teach a college class. Oh my gosh, that's so great! Yeah, so it's really just if you don't ask, you will never know what's going to happen. If I remember in the TED talk, you told the story about knocking on someone's door, like a,、yes. a random person. I can't remember what you did, but I could picture it. And I had a soccer ball and had a shin guards and cleats all decked out. And、uh, yeah, I had not. I knock on a stranger's door and ask him if I can play soccer in his backyard. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I look pretty ridiculous. I'm pretty sure. How did you pick this person? I had no idea. I just, just, I'm like one day. I just had this idea. You know,、uh, how do I get rejected today? Okay, I would go out and ask to play soccer in someone's backyard. And there's, there's, I'm just crazy. Hopefully, I don't, I, I wouldn't get shot. You know, right, so right. I, I just drove around and found a house and just went in and、uh, and. You know what? He he said yes to that as well. I mean, after I finished, you know, bouncing soccer ball off my foot、uh, in his backyard, I came out and I said, "Why do you say yes?" And now I'm confused. You know, <laughs> why would you say yes to that? And he t- he told me, "This thing is so. What you're asking is so off the wall. How can I say no to that?" Oh my gosh! And and then that moment, I just learned. Wow, there's so much more psychology that plays into when you ask people for something.、Mm. You know and. It's not just about the request itself. Sometimes it's about how the other people feels and about your request, and、mm. you know he's feeling at that moment of the day, and that that took me to a path where I use I found learning is more important than anything else. I gotta learn this、uh, all these things. How do I make a request? How can I be confident? How do I maximize my chance to get a yes from people? You have changed your mindset. Like you make rejection fun. Yeah, I did, and and, and, and because. Rejection has this evolutionary trait where you know where I guess a while ago we were like we work in a group we have to collaborate and and rejection almost means death because you're working on your own you can't survive on your own、mm. but nowadays like we still have that fear of rejection you know、mm. this someone says no to us that's probably one of the most painful words in English language because of that fear we 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 think this is a monster this is a pain we just reject ourselves all the time. I really kind of、um, by chance I turned this thing into a fun journey. I made rejection fun, and all of a sudden, not only it's not painful, I found there are so many things that can happen after rejection if you just don't run away. Like what you just said, there's so many great things that can happen after rejection. Yes. What do you mean by that? Well, first of all, the first thing you want to ask someone make a request, and this is no. The first thing you want to do is you want to just end the conversation. You want to run because、mm. it's painful. It's very natural for us to do that, but if you fight that tendency and not run, sometimes it's really just the beginning of a negotiation.、Mm. For example, when, when someone says no to you, you can ask them, "Hey, man, know the reason why? You know, I really want this, but、uh, man, know the reason? I, I want to make it happen. Is there anything I can do to make it happen? I can help you to make this happen? Are there any requirements that you that you have to meet for for yes?" And sometimes. When you show sincerity, when you show that you're willing to work with the other person, when you're asking these questions, you know, the, some sometimes the other person will say, "Okay, I guess this means a lot to you. Let's see how we can make this happen."、Mm. But if you know how to handle it, it, it might become a it might become a tool for you. That's the truth. It's great. I didn't even realize that there's some instances where I did ask why I was rejected, not because I was like, "Why was I rejected?" But more so,、yeah. like, "What do I need to do?" To make this happen, like so, this is something that you want to say yes to. That's a great tip. So it's it's like ask why, not like why, but like、yeah. under understand what what would make it so that this person goes, yeah, that's a win for me too. 
Right, right. Uh, sometimes when we make these requests, we feel like you know the other person is almost like an enemy, right? Or they are doing us a favor, and and you know want to fight over that no, uh, that 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 no. We want to persuade the other person to mm. whatever it takes, and so we have this like I win. I want to win this thing. But the thing is, if you can know how this thing can benefit the other pe- person by asking the right question, asking mm. why, and, and you can turn the other person into a collaborator, and then you are now attacking the same issue, uh, trying to make something happen uh, that you know that would benefit both of you instead of you trying to get something, just something from the other person. Great advice. Was there ever one of your days where you set out to be rejected and you like almost hoped you would be rejected because the thought of being accepted was kind of scary? Like, was there anything where someone said yes and you were like, oh, no? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there, there was once I was uh, uh, traveling. I was uh, flying, and I thought, you know, they do these safety announcements before the flights, right? Um, that uh, they're, they're boring. I mean, no one ever pay attention to that. If you right. pay attention to that, let me know. I'll, I'll be your friend because you're very detail oriented. <laughs> most people will just check their phones and you know whatever, right? Yeah. And I said, you know what? I'm gonna make this fun. I'm gonna ask the flight attendant uh, to see if I can make the flight safety announcement and I would make it fun I would make jokes and it was, I want to see if other people pay attention to it so I asked the guy and the guy was it said ah, you know what I can't actually do that because um, you know there's by law when they were making an announcement all customers have to be sitting in the seat hmm. and but you know what you can come to the front and say hi to our customers I'm like what and now basically what he's asking is for me to go up there and to give a short speech you know <laughs> how, how long that was and uh, and w- without a purpose, I'm like, okay. I was hoping to get a no. I did not expect to get a this yes. Oh which my is, gosh! Yeah. So I had to walk up there, and and it was scary. Uh, oh because- my gosh! What did you What did you do? What did you talk about? <laughs> well, I'd come in and I said, "Hey, everyone! I'm, I'm not a customer. Uh, I mean, I'm not a f- uh, flight attendant. I'm just a customer." Everyone just started you know, looking up at me, and I felt like someone thinking, "Is he a terrorist?" You know, I'm totally. Like, yeah, I'm already under my seat. <laughs> and I said, "You know what? Uh, this is uh, Southwest, which was the company that that I was flying, and uh, I like the company. They let me do this. They're really cool. And uh, hey, I, I like them. If you like them as well, you know, I, apparently you are. You're flying them." Give them a sound, you know. They give me, just give them a round of applause, and and they did. So That's and, so cool. And, um, I got free drink, uh, a free drink from the flight attendant, I think. So. That's so great, and and I was going to ask you if it was Southwest. It doesn't surprise me at all. That's a company with a sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm actually inclined to to try this again at a different company that's more rigid. Oh, dude, you have to. Yeah. That's so good. What do you think the biggest mistake, what's your number one tip for people when it comes to fear of rejection? You know, people will say this, that you shouldn't be afraid of rejection because the worst thing they can say is no, right? Actually, I don't think that advice is good because the worst thing you can do is when you say no to yourself, you're doing that silently by being in a comfort zone and not trying to make things happen. But as a result, you're rejecting yourself and you're getting ignored by the world. It might not feel as painful in that moment, but over the long run, you're going to miss so many opportunities by not going out there and asking. Wow, you're telling the world to ignore you when you reject yourself. Absolutely. How many of us have this feeling like, I wish I would just go out there and try this and ask for this and, you know, in some of the instances in our lives, we, we have this regret and and those are the, the moments that came only because we felt that pain, we anticipated that pain, and we said no to ourselves. 
It's really about changing your mindset, I guess, and and first of all, just asking for it. But then, how is it you were able to like change your mindset? So you thought, like, well, this is fun. I, I did this as a, a an experiment for myself. I wanted to, to learn, you know, how would I feel? How can I be not to be afraid of rejection? When you have that mindset, when I, you have to study yourself, right? In my case, I filmed myself. And and it, I had a kind of a hidden camera, but not not really hidden. Just <laughs> but I filmed the whole experience, and afterward I watched myself, and I learned so much about you know me, the other person by analyzing. And these are cringe-worthy moments, especially <laughs> especially for me. You know, like and uh, you know, you know this. It's tough to watch yourself on TV or uh, in a video or hear yourself. Oh God, yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> and but you have to do it because that's when you really improve. Yeah. Um, by stepping out of yourself and observing and learning and progressing and you know also iterating. Yeah, um, I've done a lot, a lot, a lot of videos. Uh, not to brag, but I hold the Guinness Book of World Records for having done the most fitness videos. I say that because wow. I want you to know. In the beginning, I watched every video and I tried to change everything I could. About my skill and how I could connect better and just be myself better, and then it gets to a point where I'm, I'm distracted by things I can't change. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just who I am, and it might bug me that my eyes are too close together, or I'm not tall, whatever it is, you know. <laughs> and then what I realize is I still need to improve. So I would hire a coach to watch my videos and say, "Tell me what I can do to be more like me when、mm-hmm. I'm on camera,"、right. and and that's. Another great suggestion I have for people who have a hard time—if you just have a hard time watching yourself—if you ask somebody else to give you some feedback, they're usually much nicer, and they're going to give you more helpful feedback than sometimes we'll give ourselves. You know what? I will take you up on on, on that advice and ask your、uh, live first and、uh, go to my website called fearbuster.com. There are tons of videos out there with me getting rejected. Give me some tips. You know, I would love for you to hear hear from you to see how I can do better. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>、yeah. I would love to. I I like people who are coachable, so I am down with that, Ja. I promise you, I will do that. I'll take you up on that, and I appreciate you asking for my help. I should say.、Yeah. I want to ask you. I mean, people ask me for things sometimes where I think to myself, "Gosh, they just they didn't really do their research before they asked me this." And if they had just turned this in a little different way or done a little bit of research, they would have got a yes from me. How important is it for us if you know if we really do want a yes? What can we do before we make the ask? So I mean, as you mentioned, doing research is actually really important. You have to know who you are talking to, learn from the other person, and also there's a targeting, right? So. A lot of people feel like when they get rejected, they are getting rejected universally. When they hear one rejection, they're like, "Okay, they don't like、it. the world doesn't like my stuff."、Mm-hmm. Maybe they try a few times, they, they they feel like they don't get my stuff. But what you need to need to know is there are people who love what you're offering. There are people who hate what you're offering. The vast majority of people who are kind of indifferent. What you want to do is not to turn haters into someone who loves what you're doing, but you want to target the people who. Uh, have a high potential to like what you're doing. You can only do that by actually doing research and also experimenting and trying. So once you know your crowd,、uh, 
um, then you know these people have a higher chance to get a yes to you. But you only know them when you actually go out and ask. So, you know, I, I instantly I know that, you know, Shalene, you and I will, you know, we can connect because what we're advocating are something very similar. That's you right. Know, yeah. So I know you will love my message and because I love your message. And uh, so I tell people, do, go out and do your research. So good. Is there a way to ask for things that is going to give us a higher likelihood of success that will get a yes? Absolutely. There are, there are quite a few ways. And okay. I'll, uh, I'll mention one of them. It's the magic word of because. Hmm. When you say, when you ask someone, hey, uh, so-and-so, can, can I do this because um, I'm, I need this for whatever reason, that word, that word because will g- give you a much higher chance to get a yes. So they did this experiment, a very famous one, it's called the, uh, the, the Xerox experiment, where they had a line, you know, they, they do the experiment at, at this line of people waiting in front of a Xerox machine trying to make copies. They had some guy who just go on there randomly and say, hey, can I cut in front of you? They just ask that question. Wow. Actually, actually, more than half of the people will say yes. You know, because people, one, they're nice, two, they don't want confrontation. So, you know, more than half of people will say yes because you asked. So maybe there's 60% of people who say yes to that. But if you say, hey, may may I use the, you know, may I cut in front of you because uh, I'm in a hurry and I need to get somewhere. My wife is having a baby. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. More than 90% of people will say yes. Wow. Again, people are more, are helpful. So you want to use the word because. When you make a request, and we we often look overlook that because we, we think you know maybe I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to uh, maybe the other person already know the reason. It's so obvious. Maybe I just want to focus on the request itself, but focus on the reason of you making that request. Do you watch Shark Tank? I do. Okay, I watched an episode. Maybe it was like last week where there was a a young student on, and he was representing an app that he had partnered in developing that helped other students find scholarship money. Mm. And he kind of went through the whole process of it. And as you know, a couple of the sharks are from the tech space, and so you could kind of see they were taking notes, and they were just about to ask all of those like really specific questions, which they have insider information on to be able to evaluate like is this a decent deal or not. And and just when they kind of started to look like they were maybe all going to say no, mm-hmm. someone said, why is this important to you? And he said, yeah. he said, and his eyes welled up with tears. And he said, because, because I've had to do this myself. And I was raised by a single mother mm. and we struggled and I didn't have money to go to college. And I had to do the research myself. And I, I had to prove that there are other kids out there from the streets who don't have the type of economic situation where they can go to college. And I want them to. And he just got so emotional. And before anyone could say anything, both Lori and Damien said, the answer is yes. Here's the full amount that you're asking for. And, and then they were actually fighting over who would say yes to him. And that is because <laughs> because he shared his why. He shared his why. I mean, so you can call it your, your because. Don't forget to say because. Or, but it, it's, it's the why. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's your story. It, it is. I mean, we have the world, we have so many ideas. Or we're inundated with ideas every day. You know, new products, new uh, advertising, uh, you know, new pitches. But if, if you can agree, if you can empathize or sim- you know, sympathize with the, the why, that's what makes the what and how much easier. So if we're going to recap this, because I know we're coming up on the end of our time together, you've got to ask for it. 
you have to explain to people why or, or don't forget to say I, the reason why I'm asking this is because. And then you said, you know, don't just take a no and run away or hide. Um, embrace that. And are there any other tips you can share with us to help us, you know, really kind of change our mindset about the, that fear of rejection? Absolutely. Um, rejection is one of the best exercising tools for you. Mm. That's how you really change the mindset. You turn it around. Instead of seeing rejection as some sort of a setback, I mean, they could be. I'm not saying they're not. But if you have the mindset to say rejection is actually my friend uh, because you know you're going to get rejected, you know uh, the people who are, anyone who wants to succeed in something will get rejected. Mm. But if you use that as a tool to get to where you want to be, that's where you really make the mindset. So I, I, I say the re- make rejection your dumbbell. You know, when you, <laughs> when you get rejection, don't let it drop. Don't, you know, use it to exercise. Your courage and your charisma, and they're not born. Those things, I mean, we, we think that they're like, this guy's born charismatic and that guy isn't. This guy's born courageous. No, I mean, these things are, you can learn. You learn, you gain those, those muscles courage muscles by getting rejected, by asking for things that, that that's out of your com- outside of your comfort zone. And keep doing it until what's outside of your comfort zone becomes your comfort zone. It does build that muscle, just like confidence. It's one of those things that you it just doesn't it doesn't develop unless you're using it. Yeah. Go out and get rejected and have fun doing it. That's such a great message. Ja, how can we learn more about your upcoming book? Uh, yeah, if if you go to my website, I'll I have a page for for your audience. Okay, um, you know I'll make a, a special video for them because I want to. Um, you know, I mean, I, I really appreciate having this conversation with you. Um, you know, I've I've, I've been listening to you, <laughs> so I really thank like, you so much. Yeah, and so uh, if you go to fearbuster.com, fearbuster uh, was singular fearbuster.com mm-hmm. slash shalene. Awesome. That's easy to remember, lifers. And you're, <laughs> you're going to make us a little video there? Yes, I will. Oh, I love so making cool. videos. And then you can coach me. You can let me know what, I, what I'm doing good, right, and wrong. Awesome. I think we should have all the lifers coach you. Yeah, please. Oh, oh, really? I can't think of a nicer guy or a better message. This is one of those things that if you can just change the way you view it, success is, is simple. I mean, thank you, Charlene. I mean, in in the end, I I love what you're doing because you you know that if you can help people to become more fit, to become more confident, to build their own uh, tribes, you can change the world in some way, right? So, if, yeah. is there success that is there success? Is there life that change? There change lives that motivates you? And I feel the same thing. Think about if we're not afraid of rejection anymore. If we just feel become less afraid, you know, how many more dreams can we realize? You know, and how many cool ideas can we make it happen you know how many more love stories can we 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 can tell so just if you're not uh, afraid of rejection anymore the opportunity is limitless that's the truth so absolutely congratulations to both you and your wife and ja thank you so much for being on the shaleen show thank you this episode of the shaleen show is a special episode brought to you by marketingimpactacademy.com It's an online school that we open up registration to just once a year. If you want to know how to run an online business and you are not tech savvy, if you want to build a better online business, if you don't want to be a slave to your laptop or your phone or to feel like you're constantly on social media, I invite you to check out marketingimpactacademy.com. 
My name is Corey Bradburn, and I specialize in helping millennials um, build a business around their gifts so that they can live out their dreams. And um, I cannot say how great it feels to say that so clearly and know who I want to attract, how I want to attract them, and how I can actually serve and help them and add value to their lives because before Marketing Impact Academy, I knew that I wanted to help people. I just wasn't sure exactly how that was or I couldn't really like map it out and Shalene in Marketing Impact Academy has given me the tools, the recipe, the ingredients to put everything into place. Um, before I started Marketing Impact Academy, I had no email list. I was on social media. I had no customers in my current business and like I said, no email list. But since then, um, I've been able to convert 83% of the people who have visited and I cannot express how much value there is in going through these modules and if you think you don't have the time if you think you don't have the money I just have one question for you do you want to be where you are now one year from now and if the answer is no then Marketing Impact Academy is for you because this will launch your business to another level it will launch your life to another level so thank you again Marketing Impact Academy thank you Shaleen so if it's even just a remote thought someday, somewhere, maybe I'll think about starting an online business. It could be fun. might be interesting. Well, then please go to marketingimpactacademy.com. Join me for my free training. And if registration is already closed, please provide your name and email address. And we'll let you know as soon as we open up again next year. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. And I look forward to having you join me as we celebrate the success of people with greatness within them. People just like you. You are the bomb.com. <laughs>